0: Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. It's a little unusual. I'm going to do some stuff and try to give people a historical perspective on war, since there's so much talk of war. I really have to go through and show you these wars. There's so many of them. They're all just utter horseshit. And the United States has been involved with them again and again and again. And they're always the same. It's propaganda and lies around war. And regular people never benefit from war. That's just the reality. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And the truth is I was a constitutional conservative who believed all of this constitutional conservative nonsense about the freedom and the liberty and the beauty of the document, the miracle of founders and our holy war and all this other stupid shit. For years and years and years until about 25 years ago when I got the internet. And in fairly short order, I started to figure out that it was all lies, just a huge pack of lies to keep me on a tax paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self certified as a master practitioner because I don't need constitutional conservatives anymore. I've also given myself a lifetime achievement award for the fantastic work on this podcast explaining how the system really works. And I recently awarded myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the incredible acting job I did in Jones' Plantation movie. Go to jonesplantationfilm.com and get that movie. It's a great, great independent film that really is just at the forefront of what we're calling American dissident cinema. And it tells the truth about the system. So go support that movie. And I love having fake awards and miscellaneous stupid shit like that that I mock people's credentials because credentialing is just a way to control people's minds. Force you to learn some certain kind of government information about a topic before you can practice and have a license. And that's the way they control people. So I like to mock it with these fake awards. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and get this show going. So I want to make a show today about war and how ridiculous it is. And it's going to have a lot of different parts, I think. I'm not sure how long it'll last. This may be a multi-part series. I'm not sure. I never can know when I start a project like this, when these little mini projects, because I have kind of concepts in my head, but I don't know how long it'll take to get through them. And unlike a piece of audio tape where it's pretty clear, I can definitely get that done in a show, I just never know with this kind of thing. And the impetus for doing it is this absurdity I'm hearing now about how if a couple of things happen, then we will have World War III. (laughs) It's like, why? How? I don't get it. How does this work? There's so many built-in horseshit assumptions inside of those kinds of statements. It's like, we don't have to get involved in World War III. We have to defend this. We have to defend that. Why? We don't have to. We don't have to. Well, what would it lead to? Oh, it'll lead to the destruction of this and over. Okay, well, maybe it will. I don't know. Things come and go throughout time and history. I'm going to show that the necessity for these wars is utter nonsense. That if we just hadn't fought the thing at all, that things wouldn't be that big a difference. It just doesn't make that big a difference. It's true. Fighting a war and losing it has all sorts of ramifications. But even then, it's not that clear. Japan lost the war in World War II. They lost World War II. look at them now. Not only have they already risen up, they've risen up and they're already on the decline again. (laughs) Same with Germany. They lost. Okay, we rebuilt it. I agree. All these people were killed. I agree. That's the fighting the war. But what's the actual effect of them having lost it once you take out the damage from the war? Once you clear that out, what is the actual effect? They're fine. They've been fine for decades and decades. And so I want to flush that out a little bit more, but I want to start this show by talking about this absurd list of wars the United States has been involved with and just show you that all the hysteria that's constantly built up around how we have to do it and our way of life and all this other shit, it's just nonsense, people. It's just complete and total nonsense. And we're not the good guy. No country that's involved in this continuous warfare like we are is the good guy. (laughs) All governments are shit. They run around trying to divide the world up into these different little fiefdoms, criminal fiefdoms, so they can have their share. And they sell this nonsense under the idea that it's somehow for freedom and justice and their way of life and all this other made up shit that people hear endlessly. And that I'm hearing now constantly in the news, constantly about potential for World War Three. It's coming. We're going to fight China or Russia or whole combination is Iran, or it's just endless. It's completely ridiculous. So what I want to do is look at the listing of US wars. And all I did was put in list of wars the United States has been involved in. And it comes up and I go to Wikipedia, because I love Wikipedia, because it's basically just the NSA site. And so any information in there is absolutely the most favorable horseshit that the official narrative can ever spew. And so I pull it up, and here it is. It's really huge. It's long, and it's hilarious. And it starts out with this list of wars and rebellions involving the United States of America. Currently, there are 106 wars on this list, four of which are ongoing. <laughs> and then they have this even funnier thing to me, which is, it says, USA victory, 81. Another result, e.g., treaty or peace without a clear result, 11. USA defeat, 10. <laughs> Ongoing conflict, 4. So we're 81, 10, and 11. <laughs> I think we're going to make the playoffs. I think we can make the playoffs with that record. We're 81 and 10. Oh, that's a pretty good record. I mean, if you're halfway through a baseball season and you're 81 and 10, you're kicking ass. You're really kicking ass. So You're on track to win like... 150 games or something, 140 games, it'd be incredible. So it'd be the greatest baseball team ever. I think this is a really important one to start out with. It's the American Revolutionary War. What would have happened if we had never fought that war? Just didn't fight it, because that's kind of my position, is that fighting these wars is a big waste of time. All it does is kill a bunch of people, destroy a bunch of stuff, and ultimately it doesn't end up doing anything. That really matters. And I think it's really important to start with the American Revolutionary War. What would have happened if we never fought that war? Just didn't fight it. We just just didn't fight it. The British just continued to tax our tea at 3%. (laughs) How would it have mattered? What would be different? How would our lives be any different in some kind of big negative way? They've been our supposed ally strongest ally throughout the 20th century when these huge other threats were around, what would have happened if we had just stayed a British colony? They couldn't even hang on to India. You think they could have hung on to us? They couldn't have hung on to it. we still be speaking English. All the same basic stuff would have happened. What would have been so different? What? How would our lives be so different? All right, we'd have a couple other weird phrases maybe in our language. Maybe we'd eat blood pudding and some other miscellaneous shit that's pretty gross. Okay, so what? I'm sure we have stuff that we eat that they don't like. What would it have mattered? This incredible amount of buildup around this fantastic freedom machine. If we'd never fought it, would we have way more taxing? Is that what would be happening now? We'd be taxed way higher? We'd have more debt. (laughs) What would be happening? What would be actually happening in this place? Nobody can tell you. Nobody can tell you. They just want to make people believe that these things are these huge earth-shattering events, but nobody can see what would happen if we just hadn't bothered to do it. We just didn't bother. And, And if you believe all these fairy tales about the people being so upset about a 3% tax and all this other crap, then you need to go look into Shays' Rebellion. You need to go look into Shays' Rebellion and see what the reality is, that they were being taxed worse by the American government than they were under British rule. (laughs) What was so important about fighting this war? See, this is not something anybody ever takes on. That's never discussed in media. Just like today. That This World War III, it's coming if these certain things happen. Why? Why? Just don't fight it. Just don't fight it. I don't understand. Don't fight it. Yeah, of course you can defend yourself if there's some actual violence that's actually being engaged against you, but the government engages endless violence against us now. Our so-called freedom machine government. Think of all the violence it brings, the FBI and all this other shit. And it was a very small war, ultimately, compared to those modern wars. There's only three and a half million people in the entire country. There's a couple hundred people in most of these battles. Uh, Some of the battles had a couple thousand. Those are just just minor battles compared to the stuff that goes on in the last 150 years. So if we'd never fought the American Revolution, we wouldn't have all this so-called fake-ass history. But maybe we wouldn't have gone and killed all those Indians either. Maybe someone else might have done that. Maybe no one would have. Maybe the place would be way cooler. (laughs) There's no way to know. See, so if you challenge the most fundamental assumption that not fighting the war was also an option, that somehow we were pushed into war, and you look at all these reasons why we were supposedly pushed into war, and they're just not very solid. This war was really just another one of these land scam wars that they all were back then. Land scam by rich people, stirred up all this stuff with propaganda and nonsense, no different than the 40 chopped off baby heads we have for this supposed war that's breaking out now in Israel. Same kind of lying propaganda has always gone on. Remember the main. It was almost assuredly a false flag, <laughs> almost assuredly. But the American Revolution doesn't really have anything. Some people were pissed off about some stuff. They didn't like basically the police state. Well, look at the police state we got. Look at the police state we got. So (laughs) I don't think it's such a clear-cut case, people. I just don't think it's that clear-cut a case. And I would say that having never fought the war, even though it really wasn't that destructive a war, things would not be in any significant way Worse or better. They might have been much better. I don't think there's any real argument that things could have been significantly worse for just regular people. I just don't think that's realistic. See, it's, once you look at it like that, you say, Well, what could have really happened? I'd love to hear what's a supposed clear cut, obvious thing that would have been so bad from not fighting it would have resulted in. Like I said, they couldn't even hold on to India. They lost their entire empire. You think they would have been able to hold on to us? It's not realistic. It's not realistic. Now you have all these other additional uh, wars, and there's a huge number of Indian wars. They just all lump them in as part of the American Indian wars. Basically, us just for a hundred and like thirty years, forty years, just constantly killing these people, lying to them, slaughtering them in a million different ways, and people just don't get told this story at all, but when you look through here, you start seeing the Cherokee-American War, 1776 to 1795. So we had another set of wars going on for this land scam against these Indians during the time of a revolution, and it ran for 20 years. Um, What happened there? (laughs) You have Wikipedia shows the abduction of Daniel Boone's daughter by the Cherokee- God only knows what kind of horseshit propaganda was all around that thing. Just like they're abducting people now in Gaza and Israel. This is just war propaganda. We have no idea what happened. The simple reality is there was another war being fought. And what would have happened if we just didn't fight it? Those people would have gone on and lived their own lives. God, the world would have been very different if the Indians were never wiped out. But what would have happened How bad would it have been? What was the motivation for doing it besides simply going and taking other people's shit? And if that's all it's going to be about, then people need to be told the truth about it, that this war is just about certain rich people and other people who believe they can use force and fraud and murder to take other people's stuff. Well, who's going to sign up for that? How are we going to have war heroes in that case? You're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to. Okay, so let's go on to the next one, the Northwest Indian War, 1785 to 1793. <laughs> the result was an Allied victory in the American occupation of the Northwest Territory. That's the victory. So we'd go there and kill them so we can have their land. <laughs> the Cherokee Wars was a U.S. Allied victory, meaning we killed a bunch of them. They had to give up. So under George Washington, we're fighting this. So so much for George Washington being a man of peace and just wanting to go on his way. It's just utter nonsense. I like this one. It's called the Quasi-War. <laughs> Between the United States with a co-belligerent Great Britain and the French Republic. This is the opponent. So by 1798, we're already fighting a war with Britain, Okay, in the Atlantic, in the Indian Ocean, in the Mediterranean against the French called the Quasi-War. The result was a peaceful secession of the Franco-American alliance, end of French privateer attacks on American shipping, American neutrality, renunciation of claims by France. In other words, a bunch of scammers were out there trying to steal shit. And if people don't understand that the Constitution has that, letters of mark and reprisal. What do you think that is in the Constitution? That means that the United States government authorized individual private people to go out and operate as pirates and go steal shit. And the United States government got a cut. (laughs) They were authorized. Okay, so we're out there fighting another one of these so-called wars. Does that sound like a just war to you? (laughs) This is hilarious. All right, the next one we have is the First Barbary War, 1801 to 1805. It was the United States, Sweden, Kingdom of Sicily, Malta, Kingdom of Portugal, and the Sultanate of Morocco, fighting the Ottoman Empire and the Sultanate of Morocco. (laughs) So he's on both sides. And this is the one with, uh, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Can you imagine all the utter and complete horse shit? That went on in there. This is under Thomas Jefferson. So they're all pirates and they're stealing our stuff and on and on and on. What are we doing over here? We're over here killing the Indians and stealing all their shit, running around, acting like we're somehow being horribly wrong, thousands and thousands of miles from our own country. (laughs) It's all about trade and money and land. That's all these wars are ever about. All this other shit is just built up nonsense. Now, there are a ton. I mean, a ton. A ton of Indian Wars. I, best I can tell, there's dozens of dozens of Indian Wars. So I'm not going to go through every one of them, but I want to give people a flavor for some of them because we were just constantly at war for 130, 40 years, killing these people all over the place, just killing them all the time. This one, 1810 to 1813, was called Tecumseh's War. Again, part of the American Indian Wars and the War of 1812, which I... Challenge anybody to tell me what the hell that thing was about. But it was the United States versus Tecumseh's Confederacy, which was a huge, incredibly cool sort of Indian Confederacy. He was a great leader, and they finally ultimately killed him. They claim it was a U.S. victory. Nobody can tell you what actually happened. What was the reason for it? What was the victory? The victory was we got to kill a bunch of them, steal their shit. That's it. We got this one had the Battle of Tippecanoe. Remember that thing? That's another one of these things in a war song. Just like from uh, Wag the Dog. What do you remember about the first Gulf War? Just a single shell going down the chimney. That's it. That's all it is. Then we have the War of 1812. War of 1812. The Choctaw and Cherokee nations fought on our side during this war. And we fought against the United Kingdom, Canada, Tecumseh's Confederacy, and Spain. I Guarantee, and nobody can tell you what the hell this is about. <laughs> I know this. They tell us that they burned Washington, including the White House and the Capitol. I don't know if I believe any of that shit. Treaty of Ghent came up. Military stalemate. Both sides' invasion attempts repulsed. <laughs> well, they burned our Capitol. How's that being repulsed? I don't believe anything about this. See, I don't believe anything about it. But how would it have been any different if we just never fought this war? They'd come over. I don't understand The Choctaw and Cherokee are on our side. Next thing you know, we're killing them. Britain, we already fought another war on their side after the revolution. Now we're fighting against them again. How can people not see how silly all this is? It's just completely nonsense. It's never what you're told. And what would have mattered if we'd never fought that war? Are they going to come over and occupy us? Is that what was going to happen? That War of 1812 was going to be the end of life as we know it? Is that what would have happened? No, some other group of people would have gotten another group of uh, assets and resources, potentially land, and exploited it for a while until another war came along and some other group of people tried to do it. That's what would have happened. That's what would have happened. So I don't even know how many people were killed, even allegedly, in this war. All these wars were very small back then because there just weren't that many people. But they were getting somewhat bigger. Oh, they were getting somewhat bigger. Now here we have the next one. It's called the Creek War meaning the Creek Indians. And in this one, uh, 1813 to 1814, down in the southern part of the United States, once again, the Cherokee and the Choctaw were on our side, fought on our side. And we fought against something called the Red Stick Creek. Never even heard of them. God knows how much torture, pain, mutilation, abuse was dished out to all sorts of people that will never be remembered in this thing. And we got the Treaty of Fort Jackson, meaning we got some military control over some horse shit. Right. That's all it ever is. Then we have, in 1815, something called the Second Barbary War. Oh, okay, a part of the Barbary Wars. All right, this is the one we already talk about with the Tripoli shit. It was the United States versus the, the Dalek of Algiers, some Prince-King shit. We want to go in there, run around off the Barbary coast. Well, the terrorists of, of the early 19th century were these Barbary pirates. Well I, I told you we had our own pirates. We want to run around and do our shit. So it says it's a U.S victory, but no one can even tell you what it was happening. What it, there's not even any notation about what it. Think of people who were killed in that. Then 1817 to 1818, we got the first Seminole War. Part of the Seminole Wars and the American Indian Wars. They're down in Pensacola, Spanish Florida. United States versus Spanish Florida. In other words, another land war. And Spain ultimately ends up having to give us Florida. <laughs> uh, and the United States forcibly relocates Seminole and Northern Florida to a reservation in the center of the peninsula. But once again, just another war to kill all these people. To take more land. That's it. That's our entire history. This is what we do. This is what our government's about. All this nonsense about freedom fighting the Constitution. All this was occurring under the Holy Constitution. All of it was as we just spread out and kill people. So what would have happened if we just didn't fight it? They'd still be living down there. or Maybe the Spanish would hold Florida. Who knows? Spain hasn't been able to hold on to anything. Why? Because they engage in this same kind of insane, warmongering type of economy that we have in our country. That we have in our country. And you just can't hold on to it. It creates just massive amounts of debt. Just insane amounts of debt. The next one up is something called Arakara War. Never heard of it. Part of the American Indian Wars in Missouri River. Again, just killing people. The Sioux fought on our side in this one. Some tribe called the Arikara. Those poor fucking people, they're all killed. They were all completely dead. What was the inconclusive result? The white peace treaty agreed by U.S. Colonel Leavenworth, which, of course, we would have immediately broken. And the Sioux were fighting on our side. So again, just another one of these examples of just death and murder over Trying to get additional shit from other people. What makes people think this is ever going to change? This is the history of the entire world. All these governments are always doing this shit. Here we go. Winnebago War. I didn't even know those things were named after a war. That's hilarious. (laughs) Up there in Illinois and Michigan, 1827. Once again, Choctaw Nation was on our side. We fought the Prairie, Lacrosse Ho-Chunks, and they had a few allies. And what happened? The Ho-Chunks seed lead mining region to the United States. So There you go. There's another one of these examples. I don't understand. How many of them does it take? How many of them does it take? Let's look at the next one. 1832, Black Hawk War, 1832, part of the American Indian Wars up there in Illinois, Michigan Territory. United States, we had the Ho-Chunk on our side on this one. So now they flipped. And the Dakota and the Potawatomi. All these people, they're all dead. They've all been killed off. We fought Black Hawk's British band, Ho-Chunk and Potawatomi. So there were guys from the Ho-Chunk and the Potawatomi on both sides of this. And what happened in it? End of native armed resistance to U.S. expansion in the old Northwest. (laughs) We bought some land from them called the Black Hawk Purchase. Uh, We purchased some Potawatomi land. United States purchased the rest of Potawatomi land in 1833. You got it in the Treaty of Chicago. You ever heard of any of this shit? And they show a picture of native women and children fleeing the battle of bad acts. This is what we actually do. This is what it's actually all about, people. This is it. Every war is exactly the same. Exactly the same. So we've got this huge list of Indian wars, and I'm not going to read through them all, but You've got the Second Seminole War, 1835 to 1842. We've got moving them out, taking them over. Texas Comanche Wars, 1836 to 1875. Just basically killing those people so we can have Texas. Then we come to the Mexican-American War. This is a great example, 1846 to 1848. It was the United States and the California Republic, which wasn't part of the U.S. yet, versus Mexico. So what were we doing? You think this has anything to do with freedom? You think this matters one bit? What would have happened if the places were still Mexico? Who would care, right? They'd still be Mexico. Okay, so they're speaking Mexican. They're doing Mexican things. All right. So they're basically taking it over again anyway, California and Texas. They're just gushing in. We're just letting them come in. What would it have mattered if we'd never fought that war? Some other group of people would have had it. What was the result of it? The Treaty of Guadalupe. Mexican secession, Mexican recognition of U.S. sovereignty over Texas and California, among other territories. That's all it is. Just like in Braveheart. Are you prepared to recognize the validity of our claims over the such and such? Those were lies when you first wrote them. There it is. Recognition of U.S. sovereignty over Texas and California. That was such a holy war. Such a holy war. What would it matter if we never fought it? How would things be different if the Mexican-American war had never been fought? How? Wasn't that the Alamo and all that stupid shit? Or was that Texas secession? I can't, I don't know. They're all exactly the same to me. See, they're all exactly the same. And all the ones today are exactly the same. Then we had the Cayuse War. Never heard of it. Ran on for eight years in 1847 to 1855 up there in Oregon. uh, Just another group of Indians called the Cayuse. We were slaughtered. The U.S. victory reduced in numbers and forced to cede most of their lands. There was the result. (laughs) Killed them all. Apache Wars. Hell, those things ran on for like 70 years according to this. 1849, 1924. You like it? And what's the result? Apaches moved to reservations. Okay, that's so fucking wonderful. Navajo Wars, those things ran from 1849 to 1866 in New Mexico. What happened? Long Walk of the Navajo, which they've got all those paintings so famous. Navajos moved to reservations. In other words, we killed them, forced them off their lands. That's us. After all the treaties, 100 broken treaties. This is it. Bleeding Kansas War is another one. 1854 and 1861. So you run it on for seven years. Kansas admitted as a free state, pro slavery settlers, border ruffians. <laughs> this is just more bullshit they couch it in. This is just another one of these deals. It's about land and resources. Puget Sound War. Who the hell's ever heard of this? More people just killed up there. Rogue River Wars. Same result. Indians moved to reservations. Third Seminole War. <laughs> Oh my god. Yakima War. the Same kind of thing up in Washington territory. Second Opium War. Here's an interesting one, right? This is over there in China. So we got the Brits, the French, and the United States. So we're once again, we're on the same side as the Brits again. Alright, so this is all still pre-Civil War. Over in China, we're fighting China. Why? So we can make sure that the opium trade continues. <laughs> and the at the end of it, the United Kingdom got some of Stonecutter's Island as part of British Hong Kong. We were over there fighting now. What would have mattered if we never fought that war? Nothing would have mattered. Not one bit. It's just more abuse of regular people. Just more rich people fighting over shit. That's it. It's such a fucking holy war. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. All right, so this is all still pre-Civil War. Over in China, we're fighting China. Why? So we can make sure that the opium trade continues. (laughs) And at the end of it, the United Kingdom got some of Stonecutter's Island as part of British Hong Kong. We were over there fighting that. What what would have mattered if we never fought that war? Nothing would have mattered. Not one bit. It's just more abuse of regular people. Just more rich people fighting over shit. That's it. Such a fucking holy war. Utah War. This is part of the Mormon Wars. Never even heard of this. Who's ever heard of this? Brigham Young replaced as governor of the territory. Full amnesty for charges of sedition and treason. So it's just another one of these things about trying to fight for Utah and Wyoming territories. That's it. That's all it is. The Reform War. Never heard of this shit. In Mexico, we're fighting with Mexican liberals and the Mexican conservatives on the other side. That thing went on for eight years, 1858 to 1866. The liberals won, so our side, the good guys, won. (laughs) What is this shit? Then there's one called the Pig War. Never heard of it. Some crap up in the San Juan Islands. This time it's the United States with the United Kingdom on the other side. So we're just one side, the other side, all the time with these people. Another one of these border disputes, San Juan Islands, awarded the United States following third-party arbitration. You like this shit? There's a first and second Cortina War, never heard of it, Texas and Mexico. Again, this is sort of an internal Mexican battle, United States, Confederate States, and Mexico on one side, and the Cortinista Mexican bandits on the other side. Bandits, whatever, just another group of people. We can't even get to the Civil War yet. The Paiute War, same kind of thing, part of the uh, American Indian Wars. Then we get to the American Civil War. This is an important one. I think I want to talk about this one a little bit. What if we had never fought that war? What if we'd never fought it? <laughs> if we just hadn't fought that war, then they could have left and the South had seceded and they had uh, slaves in the South. Do you think they would still have slaves today? There's no slavery anywhere. Slavery was dying all over. If we'd never fought that war, what would happen? You'd have a different sort of organization, a country, maybe a confederacy, maybe it would have lasted, maybe it wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't have slaves, but you definitely wouldn't have had all those people killed. You wouldn't have all that shit burned out. You wouldn't have any of that happen. So what would have happened if we just didn't fight it? What would have happened? So they would have had to calm down and what? They would have tried to occupy the governments in the South, what would happen? If you just don't fight, what do they do? I don't understand. How does it how does it work? If they say you have to stop this or that, okay, they come in, they burn something, right? They burn your capital. They take over. They're holding your country, so-called, with troops that are posted there. Um, how long is this going to happen if they bring Union troops down? And you don't bring the Confederate Army out and kill them. You know, you have some sniping going on. I'm sure you're always going to have that. But for the most part, you just kind of ignore them. They don't have the ability to go around and round everybody up. That can't be sustained, people. It can't be sustained. So what? They would release the slaves, and what would happen? The slaves go into some kind of crazy rebellion start killing people? Is that going to work? The Norse can be able to justify having slaves that are let loose and then just massacring people? So what happened to the civil sort of society at that point. Nobody knows what would happen if we just didn't fight it. If you just say, that's fine, you're going to do that's fine. Good luck to you. Come on down. What would happen? What would be the difference today? I'm not talking about over the five years or 10 years. Of course, there'd be all sorts of tumult and chaos and all sorts of weird stuff might be happening. It's true. It would be. But what would the end result be? That's my point. What would the end result be? How different would it be today? In what way would it be so much worse? What would be happening as a result? I don't know. What would be happening if you just didn't fight it? It's very difficult to show any concrete reason to go into these massive wars. What actually good comes out the other side for any of the people who decide to fight them? The only people who win are the people who behind the scenes who make a bunch of money and then get a bunch of assets and crush a bunch of stuff and then buy stuff on the cheap. <laughs> That's all it is. How do the people actually change their lives? The South lost that war. It lost that war. So I don't understand if it had never fought it, how would it be worse off than losing a war? How? How would it be worse off if it just didn't fight the war? I don't get it. That's the question, right? Sure, if you go down and you win the war and you murder a bunch of people and you destroy all their shit, then you walk off with a bunch of stuff. But it's just crime. It's just crime. The question is, what happens if you just don't fight? Because if you lose, um, you're really screwed as a regular people. And if you just hadn't fought it, how would the South be worse off for just not fighting that war? It was never about slavery. That's all made up horseshit. I've covered that many, many times. It's not that the North didn't stir up some interest, but you cannot find a union recruiting poster aimed at anybody except for maybe some free blacks that talks about going down there to fight to free slaves and to have the slaves integrated, black people integrated so they can come live with you in your neighborhood, and marry your daughters. You're never going to find any recruiting poster like that. I've looked and looked and looked. I asked people for years, where are the recruiting posters that justify this war based upon freeing slaves? There's nothing about it. It's all about holding the union together, holding the glorious union together, putting the rebels down, all the same miscellaneous shit and money. They offered a bunch of additional money to people. So, what would have happened if we just didn't bother fighting? So, if the North never went down there and fought, then the South would still be operating. Like I say, it's in the total impossibility that there'd still be slaves. They would have transitioned out like they did in every other country of the world. The only country in the world where slavery ended as a result of a war like that was the United States, it was ended everywhere else peacefully. Because there was all sorts of plans being discussed about how do you do it? These people have no skills, they have no land, they have nothing. What are they going to do? How are you going to have them go and be independent? How is this going to work? And there's no real answer, clear answer, but I can tell you that a lot of people wouldn't have been killed, all the stuff wouldn't have been destroyed, the North never went down, they just let them secede. Maybe the country called the Confederacy would continue, maybe it wouldn't, I don't know. It's very hard to predict these things. But the reality is, certainly, a lot fewer people would have been killed and stuff would have been destroyed. And a lot fewer people would have gotten rich on that war like they did. And if the South hadn't fought, they just allowed them to come down there and do their shit, yeah, they would have, like I said, the slaves, maybe they would have been freed. I don't even know if they would have. You read Lincoln's stuff, it wasn't about trying to free them. That's what he claimed in the beginning. It wasn't about that. If I could free every slave, I would. If I could keep them all slaves... I would. If I could free some and keep other slaves, I would. The only thing you want to do is keep the union together. Okay, well, okay. So what would have happened? What would have happened? (laughs) There's no way to know. There's just no way to know. And it certainly wouldn't have been some massive change in our lives today or the people who were alive today. It just wouldn't have been. Hopefully that kind of gives you a little bit of an idea. I want to go over some of these others Next time, or in another show, when I'm going to go over some more of these, because now we're getting, like, late 19th century and then 20th century wars, and people think those, for sure, we had to fight. Huge changes would have occurred if we hadn't fought in those. But that's also not true. It's just another made-up thing. Even if we were all supposedly speaking German, all right, which is always the classic one. So, so, Germany lost. Are they speaking English? Do they speak English? Is that the language over there? No, it's not. They speak German. A lot of them do speak English, like people everywhere speak English because it's kind of the international language. They don't speak Russian either. The Russians took over a huge amount of their country. So I don't get it. So all that crap about we'd be speaking German if we lost the Second World War, thats just all bullshit, people. Just all these narratives are total and complete bullshit from beginning to end. See, that's the problem. And these war narratives that are going on right now about how we have to go in, we'd have to, if this happened or that happened, we'd be in World War III. It's just nonsense, people. I really want people to get a perspective of how utterly ridiculous it all is and how temporary it all is and how in a matter of about 10 or 15 or 20 years goes by, these issues will settle themselves out regardless in a different way, more peacefully. And the change wouldn't be that great. And I don't even want to get into this time how our way of life and all this other stupid shit that people talk about. <laughs> our way of life. So that's something so fantastic. Absurd. All right. I know that show was a little unusual, but I really think it's helpful to start with the American Revolutionary War. See some of these other weird wars no one's even heard of. And then have the Civil War, which is the major breakpoint in the country. Revolution to Civil War... Those are the big breakpoints. And you can see how, really, what would have happened if those wars were never fought? How would things really be so much different and worse? They could have been easily better. And so the idea is that People open their minds to the fact that these wars, regardless of which war it is, believe me, the propaganda around every one of those wars was extreme. And we had to fight them, and all these things were essential, and they whipped people up into a frenzy. And every single one of those things was a total and complete lie. A total and complete lie. And I'm really looking forward to doing the second half of this, where I go through and show these massive wars where millions and millions and millions and millions of people are killed and all this shit's destroyed. How it's just a bunch of crap that we have to do it. We have to fight it. We have to defend it. Our way of life. So silly. So that's it for today. I'm going to stop there. It didn't turn into an after-hours rant. I'm glad about that, but I can't promise next time because that shit is so insane. But if you... Want to, you can follow me. I'm Legal Man at US Crime Review on Twitter. Thank you to the people in Patreon who support my show. I really do appreciate you guys. You have a lot of integrity and it takes a lot of time to make the show, think about the show, and I take a lot of chances by making the show and telling people a lot of stuff that's extremely radical. And I appreciate people who step up and understand that I've taught them an incredible amount of stuff about the law and different ways to look at things. So thank you to you guys. You know, I really do appreciate you. And yes, the Jones Plantation movie is out. I play Mr. Jones. Go to jonesplantationfilm.com and get that movie. Watch it. Buy a gift certificate and some different merchandise. Support that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great analogy about going from chattel to debt slavery. And I really think it teaches a lot of important lessons. And the movie is super entertaining. People seem to like my way I portrayed Mr. Jones. And I'm glad. And I really want that movie to do well so we can make more movies. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody, have a nice night today, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Legal Thanks so much. the on the way out. More quash. More quash.